Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 178 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, I have the honor and pleasure of introducing you to a new fabulous friend of mine, Sarah Sparks. You can find her at sarahsparks.love online. She is a brilliant coach and intuitive channel. She's your spiritual director, goddess. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, love. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. And I love your energy. I just want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like the Pillsbury Doughboy right now. I just feel like I just got poked in the belly. <laughs> I can't help it. Yes. Oh my God. It's so fabulous. So, but there's so, the feelings mutual. There's so much love between us. And I'm so grateful for it, sister. I know. And we don't even know each other. And I love when I have gotten to the point and I'll share more about creating my own spark but when we can feel the love between one another and instant appreciation it, it shares more about who we are as individuals and and how much we love ourselves because then we can feel that you know amen 100 percent. and I love how that is something that is like you carry with you because it's who you are mm -hmm. uh, rather than it being dependent upon circumstance or situational instead for sure just love everywhere because mm -hmm. <laughs> and yes. by the way speaking of love shout outs to andrea master batista from operation inspiration for connecting us and just bringing all of this magicalness together that mm -hmm. uh, we're about to exchange so sarah sister like this may be the very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear yeah. you, and learn about what you do in the world. So I was wondering if you could, in your own words, share with us what it is you do, but especially what are the three things that you're known for? Could you tell us? Yeah, for sure. I Women usually come to me asking, they have the question around, who am I? What is my purpose? Why am I here? I know I'm meant for more, but I really don't know what that is. And spirit has given me the opportunity to channel one's soul's calling. My soul literally came here to teach people how to lead with their souls, all while listening to their divine guidance. I myself denied all that for, for many years. So I learned what not to do. So I teach people, don't, don't, don't do what I did. <laughs> do what I do now, though. <laughs> I love it yeah oh is that clear i mean i know that we we speak woo but i mean i'm trying to make it so it's not quite so woo but you know well, i love that um we speak woo and you can stay in that like you don't have to necessarily translate you can go as woo as you like i'll be right there with you sister so could you like when you when you first got into this was there something that really in, ignited that spark for you to want to share um, this healing work 
with the women that you do? Like, did, did something happen that caused you to have the epiphany of like, all right, that's what I'm here for. That's why I have all this sensitivity. Like, is there a story that you could tell us? My husband, I had, my husband gave me a hard time after I had moved from Iowa to Florida to start my life with him. And we weren't husband and wife yet. And he gave me a hard time that I, because I was having a difficult time finding a job, he's like, it's because you have no principles to stand on. And although that may sound like very harsh, that's just how he is. He's like directing to the point. And I love it because I like used to live in like a world of like, everything's great. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh my God, just tell me the truth for the love of Pete. And so that's how he is. He's just straight in. And so I was like, and I don't usually receive the straight in very well. It takes a little bit. I make it a little defensive. So I was like, screw you, buddy. Like I have principles to stand on. And he's like, well, if you did, you'd have a job. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to have a job. So uh, we are going to a spiritual gathering. It was a small group and we were all discussing uh, these concepts of unity, like um, the unity movement. Uh, Yeah, it was like the unity movement. And there was these different words that were all put into a basket. We were to go around, pass the basket around and pick out a word. And what did it mean to you? So I picked out a word and it was principle. (laughs) And I was like, all right, fine. (laughs) And I showed it to Craig and I was like, look what I got. And he's like, see, I told you, it's not just me. It's spirit trying to tell you too. (laughs) So I was like, fine, I'll, I'll look into it. And I was all sassy with spirit. And this is like, I was just starting to wake up, just starting to realize that I could even connect. I didn't even know how I was connecting, but I was working for a, so I had a job, but not like, you know, a job, like a typical person would have a job. So I have I was working for a personal, I was a personal assistant for an author coach at the time. And she would be uh, like writing ghost, like she was a ghost writer and stuff. While I was working for her, she gave me this little book and it's called Think Very Big. And it's just like a, you know, it's like recycled notebook. If there's only thing, the only thing that I wrote in here was the next morning after this spiritual gathering, I was sassy with spirit and I said, fine. If I have principles, how many do I have? And I heard nine. And I'm like, what? Nine? How in the world am I supposed to live according to nine principles? I was like, plus, I don't even like the word principle. It's like rules. And I don't like rules. This is how I communicate with spirit. And and so spirit's like, fine, just look at them as guidelines. And so I was like, fine, tomato, tomato. And so I wrote these, I wrote these nine guidelines, nine principles. My nine principles of life. I don't know if you can see it because the, okay, there we go. You, you can see my beautiful, crazy handwriting and there's nine of them. I'll, I won't read all of them, but it's like respect and honor the one source within me creator. Number two, respect, honor, and see the one source within all others, um, in all living creatures. Number three, live in gratitude. Number four, I am an unlimited, believe it, create it, live it, so forth and so on. And then there's five others. So I went and I took those principles. And honestly, at the time when I received one source within me, I did not know what that meant. And I was like creator. And literally I was still like 
still going to the Catholic church. So I really wasn't quite sure. And so then I, I, we were just starting to understand unity and unity principles. And so there was a um, not Unitarian, I, I don't know if, if that's a well-known thing or not, but unity was started in Missouri um, and then it spread throughout. Um, anyways, I think there's a book about it, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, so I went to First Unity and Reverend Temple was the lead minister there. So she helped me. It's more like teaching you um, how to think, not what to think. And so it kind of left, left you open to, hey, these are some guidelines. Again, guidelines and principles. And so I've started understanding what one source, but I wasn't really respecting and honoring myself. I just took each principle and I lived it for one month each. And then I, I developed my own tools and I was like, okay, how do I respect and honor myself? What does that even mean? What's the one source within me? And I just broke each principle down. Then I went ahead and I, after nine months, I was at... Publix grocery store on Treasure Island, uh, because that's where we were living, Treasure Island, Florida. And I was riding a bike with some friends on a Saturday, and I was officiating my first wedding. And so all within a month, the, at three at these three locations, two people knew of me, but they didn't know me and then or know what I'd been through, what I've been doing. And then this random stranger at Publix knew nothing of me. All three of these women all said to me, there's a spark about you. Can you teach me how to have this spark? And I was like, oh, I mean, I just became a sparks. And maybe that's what, like the one woman who knew me, like, and I was going to be officiating her, like officiating the wedding of her sister. I was like, okay, maybe that's what she, you know, I was not really thinking there's a spark within me. But the random stranger at Publix, I was like, what the world? Like, so people were seeing it. So those were my first three clients. I gave, <laughs> I, I took them through five sessions because when I hired my first spiritual life coach, she gave me five sessions. So I was like, I guess this is what you do. And there we go. That's how Create the Spark, my business got started was that people were people saw a spark within me and they wanted to have that within themselves. It has grown past the spark now. Um, I love the movie soul, like Disney's movie soul, because it talks about the soul and the spark within the soul and all the things because for, for me, the spark is that love that you have for yourself, which is what we recognize within one another in the beginning of our conversation so when someone comes to me and wants to create that spark, they want to understand who they are. They want to love themselves. They want to have a peace within themselves. Now my gifts have grown into being able to channel and connect directly to one's soul and channel why their soul has come here more along the lines of purpose, not just their spark. And then how do they lead with their soul and live out that purpose and calling. So hopefully that answered your question. A hundred percent. So what I'm hearing is for one is that this was a natural extension out uh, from your own, how do we say soul searching journey? Mm -hmm. 
uh, of being able to help others, they saw that light turning on within you and how fabulous that your husband is such a catalyst. <laughs> that he always, always. <laughs> throwing down the truth and how fabulous of you to be like, oh, fine, I'm going to pick up the truth that you're throwing down. <laughs> That's huge. Mm -hmm. and by the way, I I also want to honor. Um, I I mentioned Andrea at the beginning. I'm my mistake. I mean to honor Dana Moore. Um, uh, Goddess Dana Moore of InspiredLightwork.com is who uh, connected us right before mm -hmm. from the Lightworkers. By the way, Andrea, though, we, we love you too. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, I guess I'm going to have to connect her with you, uh, Sarah. She would be amazing. Good. Podcast, but uh, like what with that though. Isn't it amazing how spirit has so many mouths that she can send you messages through multiple people, unbeknownst to one another, even follow you at the grocery store, Publix being like, you have a spark. <laughs> Excuse you, what? Like, I don't know where, how in the world do we have this like cosmic memo? coming in from all directions like yeah my my spirit guides just said that this is the awakening though when when we're awakening that let's say cosmic memo or the signs come in from all directions for some people when they're seeing 11 11 or mm -hmm. so on like could you tell me more about that yeah what's dropping in when people come to me, what they're really seeking is to wake up. And so within, between the third and fourth session, there's massive shifts and they usually want to either quit or freak out. And I said, just stay with, by the fifth session, you're going to be awake. Like, just, just stay with me here. <laughs> I, I'm like, you're, 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 the old self is not necessarily dying, but in a way, it's being released. And so just stay with me. You're okay. Like your ego's not going to die. We still need you. Like we need all parts of you. So we're going to love on all parts of you. <laughs> um, but just stay with me. You're going to wake up and they usually do. So, mm -hmm. and it's never my intention to be like, you're going to be, well, you're going to be awakened when, when, when you're working with me. Like I, <laughs> it just, it just happens. <laughs> I love it. And uh, th this makes me curious, though. Yeah. Um, being an intuitive channel, right, mm -hmm. uh, and a coach, there is um, there's this patterning that I've seen in our culture of can I book a session? As is the approach of can I book a session? Mm -hmm. And I want to honor the fact that you adopted your um, mentors five session approach of oh time. yeah and and now it's at least three months to yeah. six months i mean it's because uh, <laughs> the, the five sessions i literally like shook them up and sent them out and they're like oh, i don't know what's going on yeah. so, like like if i channel someone's soul's calling they're like okay that really resonated with me and you literally like uh, how did you know so much about me and i'm like well it's literally your soul talking so like the inner most being of you is just had a conversation with me. So yeah. But to just know that and then not know how to live it or what needs to be released in order for you to live it, 
usually within the three months, it's let go and then realign and then manifest. So there's a process. It's not just shake them up in a vinegar jar and send them out. You know? <laughs> like, but, but I also honor the fact that I give people plenty of opportunity to get to know me. There's the woman up leading with your soul spiritual community. There's rapid fire channeling there. I mean, there's numerous ways. I've, and then I got like uh, channeling your soul's calling like workshops and stuff. So there's numerous ways that people can feel comfortable instead of just being like, jumping headfirst in so they I, I give them a little warm-up and I'm not big into the whole buy my crap I'm all tangled up but like like song and dance and here I am by my stuff you know so <laughs> and so what I like I want to appreciate that because I I'm in alignment with the perspective that these things take time uh, there's a lot of like kind of because uh, I mean my if I'm to be techie the Google SEO on my website puts me kind of at the top of the list and so I get a lot of I book a session book a session book a session and I'm like, it's a year when you want to work with like directly with me so slow down like uh, I wonder if you can speak to the ministry of slowing down awakening souls like is there something to that do you feel like we need to um shift the perspective from from let's say uh i'm broken fix me now let me take my car into the shop and you're going to look under my hood you're going to take out my carburetor you're going to put a brand new one in and put me out on the road and it's just going to be like, I'm going to come through your chop shop as a spiritual healer. You're going to get me right back out on the road. Like, have you seen that there is like a consciousness around helping that needs to be observed of slowing down and honoring that this is a gradual process or, or not? I'm curious. I want to search for the right words for that. It's, a lot like weight loss is how I refer to it as, you know, like if you just take out half an organ, your stomach, and yes, you'll lose the weight, but why was the weight on there in the first place? Like, have we identified any of the emotions that have attached to the weight that caused the weight that the, the, the thoughts because if we just heal, or let's say we can, you know, in case that's insulting for somebody, even if somebody has a cut and um, all we do is put a Band-Aid over it, but we never clean out the wound. We never put any salve on it. We never actually heal the wound, but we continue to put the Band-Aid over it. The, the wound will just keep getting deeper and deeper. And I don't know if it would ever heal on its own. There was a, um, there's a quote by Albert Einstein that I always kind of mess up and it's, you cannot solve the problem with the same thought process that created it. And I know it's somewhere along those lines. So when people think that, like I did myself, I was like, well, I'm going to read all these books and I'm just going to heal myself, which is great. And there's a book by Louise Hay that you can heal yourself, which is great. When I read it though, I was still reading it through my unhealed eyes. And so I wasn't 
taking it from um, a different perspective. Or let's say, for instance, on um, on the the workshop that I just did at one o'clock today, someone says to me, "How do I get over the fear of failure?" And Spirit says to me, "She's not actually afraid of failing. She's afraid of just how magnificent she really is, and how much power is going to come through her, and what what that would do to her marriage, with her relationship with her children." with her occupation, everything in her life would change if she'd actually own who she is. So I just asked her to change her perspective on instead of it being like, it's, I, I'm, a, I'm a fear of failure to let's change her perspective to what if you're just so magnificent. And she said she's willing to even look at that. But even at that, like to have like a quick fix on just that one concept, um, I just don't think it's possible with my, even my own, you know, like I thought for a second um, that I could change me really quickly. You know, I, I, if I, if I read enough books, if I listened to enough podcasts, if I um, did enough tapping or whatever, they're all great tools, but it does take time. And it, there's a quote that spirit gave me in 2017. And it's like, whatever I desire, no, no, Whatever you desire, no matter what it is, will eventually come to you. When it does, it will happen all of a sudden and out of the blue. Um, it will feel easy, effortless, and enjoyable, yet you have been planning, creating, and have become who you have needed to be to allow this desire to come to you. So I think that is what you're referring to as the process and not just a one time, there you go. Is that a good discussion or is there more that you would like to discuss or What's share? So juicy about what you shared there is um, the awareness that the process is already going on. Mm -hmm. like what's yeah. dropping in for me hearing all of what you just said mm -hmm. is that there can be, and I'll put it on me because well, I'm guilty, both hands and hooves in the air. Um, <laughs> there i can have a lack of awareness as as a representative of someone who's been on a spiritual journey for some time i can have a lack of awareness around the time that it takes for the work to work its way through me mm -hmm. uh, i can be very impatient i can mm -hmm. be very impatient. and i see that in those who i attract that sense of like book a session, get a, like I'm um, trying to get from point A to, but what's next, what's next kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. That's just a mirror, just a mirror of what I'm within me. We're all mirrors, sacred mirrors with, within one another. Yeah. And so to what I appreciate in what you shared um, there is that there may not be a slowing down necessarily but rather an, an awareness, an increased awareness of what the actual pace already is. Like it's different. Slowing down wouldn't call like stop moving at the rate that you've been going. You're not allowed to go as fast or something like that versus go at the rate that you really are going. Mm -hmm. Like notice that there is, there's a whole process already set in motion and mm -hmm. that 
like becoming aware of the process that's already been set in motion mm -hmm. uh, is the actual pace that we're moving at versus seeing it as slowing down. It's like you're not slowing down, you're becoming aware. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm, beautiful. And with with that in mind, like this this podcast, the Journeypreneur podcast, I've dedicated to um, purpose driven entrepreneurs who are good people out there doing good work. And I believe that when more good people make good money, more good happens in the world. Um, and studies have shown that within the first one to five years, 95% of businesses fail because they just run out of the juice and resource awareness um, to, to stick with the, the point that you, you just made, that they just kind of drop out of the journey to continuing to serve the people that spirit has called them to in, in their purpose-driven business. And so what happens within the first, you know, one to five years, I've been in business so far, 11 years, but like there can be moments where you're invited to throw in the towel where, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I'm not cut out for this life purpose. Maybe I'm not enough. Uh, maybe I should give up on my dreams and get a real job, kind of an internal story that starts to pop up. <laughs> and I'm curious if you have any healing words for our sisters and brothers in business who are at that point where they're like, maybe should I throw in my towel on in this purpose-driven business? Um, like, what would you say, Goddess? Hmm. I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. I have applied for the job that was a spiritual life director at a aging community because I believed that when I moved from Florida back to Iowa to be close to family and raise our children close to family, I no longer live in Iowa either. We like to move. Spirit leads us. <laughs> but I thought I had the preconceived notion that there would be no awake people or no spiritual people in Iowa because I sure as heck wasn't awake or spiritual. So how would I ever grow my business? So I'd have to get a job. So I applied, I went through three or four interviews. I was at the point of them flying me up to the, to the job and it fell through, which is what happened with every other job. That's why my my husband was like, you have no principles to stand on. I would make it to the final round and it would always <laughs> go. And I was always like, what in the world? And it would go to like a doctor of blah, 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 or the 30 some years of, and I'm like, dude, like, this is like a mid-level management job. Like what? <laughs> I was like, I, I have like five years of experience here. Like what, what's going on? And so, um, I applied didn't happen. I was going to throw in the towel and spirit never loved me too. I feel like when we are tuned in and we're connected and we're truly listening, we can set aside our ego, love on our ego, have it support us, help it get, help, help it get on board, lovingly coach and parent it and be like, what's really going on? Why do you really want to throw in the towel? Um, there's a statement, there's a question that Spirit had me ask to everyone um, back in like November into December, but it's still relevant now. It's like, are you done suffering? 
whatever that means to you, whatever's going on, are you done suffering? And then if the answer is like, heck to the yeah, then it'd be like, are you dedicated to living? And I know in 2020, those that I was channeling their souls calling, they're like, I just can't, I just can't get it going. I just can't get it going. I just can't get it going. But when we're doing purpose-driven, soulful work, more than likely you've been on that soul's path because you are your soul. And so there's some healing and lessons that you have to learn before you be like, I'm going to teach you how to lead with your divine. You know, I had to learn how to listen to my own divine guidance and not have to hire 20 million coaches and other people to be like, tell me what to do. I just don't know what to do. I was like, no, I got to tap in. Like if I'm going to be teaching it, I need to be doing it. So of course the business wasn't working because I wasn't actually living my soul's calling and I wasn't actually doing the stuff that I wanted to be teaching. And if I lost my spark, then how the heck am I supposed to be teaching somebody to have their spark? So I had to reignite my own spark, (laughs) listen to my own divine guidance. And when that did, when I finally did that, when I owned it and I finally stepped into it and was, and was living what I was teaching, my business tripled. So don't give up. Drop that mic. You better drop that mic and walk away like peed all over the stage. That was fabulous. It's true. I mean, like I I learned the hard way. I mean, like we why do we all like have to suffer? Why do we always have to learn the hard way? I'm I'm all about easy run, easy route right here, easy route right now. And it's listening to my divine guidance. It's it's the most effective and efficient way to do life. The one thing that we rebel and run away from and take for granted. Oh, that's just my gut talking. (laughs) The one thing, one thing that is the most immediate and the most ready, the most steady. Mm -hmm. And I would channel for people's souls callings and they would be like, so like one, for instance, was like, um, it's talking about, she was to create a nonprofit around to help children overcome the feeling of being belittled. And, and she had, um, a whole concept around, cause she, she loved cats. And so how cats are very independent and self-sufficient, they're never going to be, be belittled because they're like, I got it. I'm not, so she would be observing her own cats and learning these, these lessons, but she herself had to heal that thought and motion before anything else took off. And in the time that I channeled that for her, she worked in a group program and now she's back in another group program. She's, she just said the other night when I was asking about who she has become, because it, it's a level up becoming program. Um, she's like, I'm a validated human being. It's like, I finally have, I am human. I'm not just this object. And I was like, welcome to your soul's calling. (laughs) I was like, now you are ready to proceed. (laughs) Buckle up your seatbelts because you're going to go for a ride. Yes, the roast is done. Ding. 
<laughs> come out the oven now fabulous like this is yeah receiving um receiving the call to awakening rather than running from it yeah that throw in the towel moment what i'm hearing is maybe the call the call to the awakening that very well may be it um that divine pivot that divine redirection or course correction which goes back to your your like point of it expecting to like to be really quick and turn around like if you haven't done the work there was a point that i was going to make and now i lost it but it's like people want to i wanted to throw in the towel right at the moment that i was supposed to leap <laughs> and it yeah and, and when i channel for other people's souls callings it's like that's the end <laughs> that i am channeling for and what spirit is telling you there are steps a through t that need to happen before you get to you <laughs> and so there is like a lot that has so if we're constantly like for instance when i first got a download of what what i'm supposed to do is like teach speak to the masses the guided message on pure love it has transformed and, and made it more uh, relatable into leading with your soul and that sort of thing but I did not know what speak to the masses was. So I took a Toastmasters class because I was like, if I need to be speaking to the masses, then I probably should not have my stutter be so prominent. <laughs> and then speaking on pure love, I wasn't loving myself. This was before the, 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 the principles came into place. So I didn't know what pure love was and i thought it was just a bunch of baloney so so speak to the masses the guided message and i was like whoa whoa guided you mean to tell me that something is going to be guiding me and i'm going to be able to hear this so i didn't know that aspect and then pure i mean so like there's so many aspects to that portion of my soul's calling and our purpose that I had, there was a process. There were things that I needed to learn and take on. If I would have thrown in the towel at, well, I can't write a speech, forget it. I mean, hello, there was like, again, A through T before I even got to me, you know, like to you, so. I love that, by the way. I love the steps A through T before you get to you. And it's not even getting to Z not even this it's like there's there's more to come mm -hmm. and what i also am hearing is this integrity element of <laughs> if if you're called to this you are going to embody this if you really are called to this you've got to embody it so that um, there's structural integrity not even talk about just like ethical integrity mm -hmm. but can the structure can the crystalline structure of you, the matrix of you, contain all of the vision and all of the energy of this purpose that you see in your vision and in your dreams? Yeah, there was part of what spirit had channeled that I just came across the other day. I love this. It was like, 
these are the things that you are to teach people along their path. And the last one is closing the gap between your inner being and your humanness. Like, I didn't get it until like literally an hour ago. I like reread it and I was like, oh yeah, that's what I've been doing in the... <laughs> we love it! <laughs> celebrate with you and seeing that by the way how powerful (gasps) amazing amazing Sarah like I am so grateful so grateful getting to to share all of your wisdom and your insights and stories and I know that as people are listening and watching in they may be feeling like gosh this is someone that i've been looking for this woman's fabulous i love her vibe so with that i'm i'm a celebrant like i'm a celebrant and i love connecting good people together so they can do more good work in the world so with that in mind where do we go to celebrate you where do we go to connect to like subscribe to contact etc lay it on me sister where are we going yeah, just sarahsparks.love. Everything is on there. If you want the free guide on how to listen to your divine guidance, you can sign up there. Um, my links to my social links are all there. So sarahsparks.love. So just go on to my website. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much. For coming on to the podcast today and sharing so abundantly i mean it it's i I loved all your questions and just how curious you are i that is fabulous i i feel like that's key to anyone's success is just staying curious in whatever they're doing amen uh oh goddess um who's a professional speaker. She's this wonderful, elegant, older African-American woman. She said, baby, and we were, we were at this market, uh, like marketing networking meeting or whatever. And she came up to, she said, baby, I want to teach you the secret that opens all doors. And I was like, I'm so ready for this. Oh my God. I'm getting like delicious grandmother anointing from her. And then she's like, here it is. Always say, I'm curious. Um, <laughs> elegance, elegance. She like I'm curious opens all doors, and I got that from her. I'm ooh. Her name is escaping me now. I can see I'm I'm a faces, not names type of goddess. I know. I'm curious to know what her name is i'm gonna find her info i'm gonna send it to you uh but oh my goodness i'll never forget i'm curious opens all doors so elegant such and she's a professional speaker and Mm -hmm. just dropped that bomb on me and went like and wafted over to like the refreshments table i was like changed my life i love it thank you so much for having me and i look forward to connecting with anyone who wants to connect (laughs) anyone at all (laughs) and again everyone that url is sarahsparks.love and sarah is spelled with an h at the end and that is my my name i married craig sparks so i mean it's not just my stage name so it's good (laughs) i love it yeah beautiful so i'm gonna turn now to our viewers 
uh, and our listeners. If this is your first time listening into the Journeypreneur podcast, hi, thanks for stopping by. Make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes if you're an Apple user so that you get the notifications first every time one of these new podcast episodes is syndicated there. And by the way, I love my Android peeps too. If you're an Android user, you can follow along at journeypreneur.podbean.com so you can subscribe there. Now, when you hit subscribe, I need you to do something else. Leave a five-star review because that's where you can leave all of your comments. I want to hear, this is episode 178. What did Sarah say that really sparked your intuition and sparked your inspiration for the day? I would love to hear that. Your stories are not only what fill my heart and mind with what's important to our tribe, but it also lets our sisters and brothers in business, other journeypreneurs out there know that this is a really wonderful place to receive that inspiration and motivation to stay on their path as conscious entrepreneurs. Um, so with that, I'm going to end this podcast episode the same way I do every time, please. Remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone.